Hello, and welcome to episode 108 of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just a scroll away. Today's episode is on secret sauce. Do we share it or not? Let me throw down some introductions. We've got Nate Birch in the studio, SEO manager at MapArt Technologies. That's me. Brandon Hassler, founder and CEO of Market Campus. What's up, my man? And Paxton Gray, Director of Marketing Operations at 97th Floor. Hello. To start today's conversation, we're going to start with Brandon Hassler, Secret Sauce. Do we share it or not? All right. Well, yeah, I thought it uh, I can't remember whose idea it was to have this episode. But well, I thought it was yours. If it, it wasn't it yours, might have been mine. To someone else. Someone else. But uh, I think it was mine. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I'll give my thoughts. I'll, I'll open it up for Paxton here. Really, I mean, you look at the digital marketing industry, and it's one thing that uh, it was surprising to me as I got into it because typically in business, you're always kind of secretive with what works. You don't really give away your business model. And with digital marketing, like we're obsessed with conferences and speaking, and when you, you just get in that mindset where it's all – and some people, that's unfortunately – like that's what they define as success is, oh, I've, I've spoke at MozCon, I've spoke at SMX, Search Love. That really doesn't mean anything. But for some people, that's just – that's what they do. It's what they live for is just speaking. So it's interesting how we live in this ind- – or we work in this industry where one of the reasons it's so competitive is because the second we find out something that works, we turn around, we blog about it, we tell everyone about it so we can look like geniuses. And when I say we, I'm generalizing, obviously. Not everyone's like this. Um, and then everyone finds out, and then now that's the new standard, and then you've got to constantly just keep innovating. So is that a bad thing? The fact that we have these conferences where other marketers are attending, often working for competing companies, and you're giving your your secret sauce per se. Maybe some people don't give the secret sauce. They just give general principles. Um, is that bad for the industry, or is that what makes the industry so awesome? So I think I think you had mentioned in, in your – First little comment there, that going to conference, presenting at conferences is a type of authority and trust, right? So it's almost it's almost cost. The cost of giving away your secret sauce is reputation. So if, if I can share my genius with everybody, I'm more likely to be hired. I'm more likely to be the guy people go to for questions. I become an authority. And becoming an authority is is uh, is worthwhile, and it's worth money. You can get paid. Yeah, I'd say that's a really important feature of sharing your secrets, uh, sharing tactics that work. I will say that I think our industry, digital marketing specifically, has the perception of people sharing a lot of information, when in reality, I think that eighty percent of the information shared is knowledge. The majority of people know masked as secrets and new tactics. They say it in a louder voice and right. in a more passionate way, and people get behind it. 25 things you never knew about digital marketing. Actually, I know all of those 25 things, <laughs> right? So <clears throat> I think that's the majority of the information shared out there. Although I will say that you know there's a lot of great information, new tactics that are shared by marketers all the time. All those resources are open to the public. But I don't think that's something that's... Uh, Unique to our industry, you look at the medical industry, there are hundreds of research papers released every year, tons of people doing research, they they share it out, obviously with the goal, you know, they're patenting the things that they research, and that's a different area of the industry, but 
they do share information on a very regular basis. There are lots of conferences for many different industries where that's the whole point of the conference is sharing new information gleaned from, from years of work. So I don't think that's unique to our, our industry in marketing. Not only does it establish you as an authority, going back to the benefits, however, sharing your ideas can open up dialogue with other people that have similar ideas or competing ideas. Opening up that dialogue allows you both to refine and discover new ideas that you can then take back to your agency or to your brand and uh, work on those new ideas. So if you're quiet, you might not get that reciprocation of dialogue that you do if you share. So that's another benefit. Uh, Let me ask you this. This is for you specifically. Does 97th Floor have, quote unquote, secret sauce? And I think you have a speaking gig coming up soon, right? I do. Or for mm-hmm. at least at the time of this recording. Um, when you go and speak, are you going to give away the secret sauce or do you kind of hold back a little bit and say, well, here's the general direction, but we're not going to tell you exactly how we execute it? Yeah, so at 97th Floor, we've had this conversation recently to uh, – we've been discussing this a lot. And we have come to the conclusion that it's best to share everything because what separates us from everybody else is our ability to execute. So I'm going to be speaking in Milan uh, this November, so come out and see me if you're in Milan um, <laughs> at SMX. <laughs> Last year I spoke in New York at SMX, and I – shared my very in-depth proprietary form of competitive research that I have seen works time and time again. Like there's no doubt that it works. It requires a lot of effort and a lot of intelligence to actually make it work. But at, at SMX, I explained every little bit of how I do it to everybody. And I am sure that very few people are actually doing it because it takes so much work and it's so hard to kind of go around and, and do it, it to that level. So really <clears throat> what we're getting by sharing secrets is the authority, establishing ourselves as a brand that's reputable, that's on the cutting edge of what's happening in digital marketing. And what we stand to risk, yeah, we could we could lose potentially um, some competitive edge, but we're pretty confident that other people are not going to be execute, executing our strategies to the same degree that we are, even if they know what the secret sauce is. It's interesting because my argument would be 97th floor secret sauce is Paxton Gray. Right. Yes. I mean, I, I won't <laughs> yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. but our secret sauce, yeah, is our talent. Yeah. So 97th floor, what doing. yeah, what we're better at than other agencies is not like we do great SEO. We do really good content marketing, PPC. And But there are other people that do SEO probably just as good as we do or content marketing just as good as we, as we do. But no one else understands to the degree that we do how each individual digital marketing pillar works to build on each other. So we have down to our very lowest level digital marketers, they understand how to build a content marketing campaign that will give us benefit for, P, for SEO and how to... Um, build that content to share and promote on social media. They know all of those things and all the intricacies of how those things work so we can build together those those campaigns in such uh, compelling ways. So, yeah, that's really the thing that sets us apart. It's not the little tips and tricks. It's being able to see the picture, the holistic picture from a a thousand-foot view. Yeah, well, and and every single company is going to have its own unique competitive advantage, whether it's, it's personnel, whether it's intellectual property, whether it's Honestly, when you have people that do the, the speaking gigs and that, and they share all their, their secret sauce, so to say, honestly, you're, you're adding value to the industry. 
those those ideas are going to come back. And in all honesty, the what, what the greatest form of flattery is. Imitation. imitation exactly and the the funnest part for me though is watching someone try to imitate the same strategy that you do and you can see every point that they fall short on and even though we try you'll try to explain exactly every single point for example with your competitive research you could sit down for five minutes and throw it all out there they're not going to get it all and you could even create a tutorial word for word step by step and they're still probably going to, going to need somebody to hold their hand through it because they still don't quite have that, that competitive advantage, that knowledge to use it all. You know, we're talking about secret sauce. Most people in most businesses don't even have secret <laughs> sauce to share. Businesses have been built and made off of others' secret sauce, right? Other people's business model. In fact, I'd say more often than not, especially in our industry, those people who are doing their research and they're motivated, they could be an entrepreneur. They can build their business off of other people's ideas. And that happens all Absolutely. the time. But what the distinction I think Paxton was making earlier is that if you have the people in place who are on the, the side of being able to share secret sauce, you're in the minority of people who even have something like that to, that to share, which is an interesting point because the more you share your sauce, the more money you're making other people. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd agree. I think something that's awesome about our industry is there's so much to go around that we don't have to worry about being super cutthroat. There's so many people that need desperately some really good digital marketing. And really what plays to our advantage is the fact that our industry is filled with so many people who are quite honestly very inexperienced with what they're doing. Those people actually help us out because they'll, you know, mess up something and then we get to help fix it. So, well, you say they help. In a lot of ways, they don't help. That's true. I will say, yeah, on like a corporate large level, they can earn a bad reputation for digital marketing. They can damage reputation. Decreasing, as a whole. yeah, decreasing investment in that branch. So you're right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, if if it gets to the point where they decide to hire you, then yeah, it is good. But if they decide, holy cow, this is like, this is I've lost so much money. True. I'm gonna put I, traditional. I was making tons of money. I'm going back to traditional. In that case, it hurts not only 97 Floor or any other agency, but it hurts, our, it, it hurts, it hurts that, that company. True, true. One thing I want to bring up uh, is not only like when we build our authority, not only are we attracting more work, but if we can establish that we are a brand that is into innovation and into learning and into growth, we're going to attract people that are into learning, innovation, and growth. So Basically, sharing secrets begets more secrets. Back to your competitive advantage. Exactly. So it's the people. people rather right? than the, the buildup of knowledge or the, the concealment of that knowledge. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's true that a secret or a tactic can build a business. But if your business is built on a secret or a group of secrets you're standing on unsolid ground because all it takes is for someone to figure out that secret and you're gone. BuzzFeed, for example, I think that BuzzFeed has been built up now to where it's not where they were, but they were built basically on one little trick, and that is knowing that people's attention spans are very easy to manipulate. Yeah. And, and other people have been able to copy BuzzFeed now because of that. There are a billion 
cat blogs out there that say how cute these cats are and you'll never believe what happened here. So BuzzFeed has been able to transform themselves into maybe a more reputable news source to some degree. Um, and they can't rely on that one trick of manipulating people's attention like they used to. If your secret sauce is something easy, right? So yeah. I, I'm coming back to Google's knowledge graph, right? Knowledge graph is taking over the easy business models on the internet where if you have a website that's based solely on how tall United States presidents simple are. Simple information. Simple information yeah. that can be distributed very easily. Google now displays that on on their SERP, on their on the results page. So people aren't clicking on the websites that once or that they once would have to get that information. No more. Yeah, so so coming back to that, if your secret sauce is easily distributed information in a single database, you're probably in trouble and, and should change your, your business model because Google basically just stole your secret sauce. Yeah, for sure. So if you find yourself in a position where you own a business or run a business whose sole competitive advantage is this one or this group of secrets, you better work on getting a different competitive advantage because in the long run, you're probably not going to be around for very long. Well, even down to a job. If you see yourself as replaceable via automation or technology, it's kind of the same story. If you don't have a personal Well, I'd say that's, that's probably getting a little out, out there. Like sure. I, I knew, not, I knew, the so I know this guy who ran his own business and the main thing that he did was get things hot on Reddit. That's all he knew how to do. And that's like what he did best. That one thing, all it took was for other people to figure out how to get stuff hot on Reddit and, and he's all, replaceable. now and his whole business is gone. Yeah. And I think like I look at uh, my business cause I, you know, 90 cent floor, your product is execution. Really. You're not selling knowledge necessarily. Market Campus is in an interesting situation because education slash knowledge is our quote-unquote product. So we, we kind of face this weird – we're trying to figure out the balance it's of – It's also instruction. It's instruction, yeah. And that's where I had uh, – that's what kind of – my initial thought was, well, crap. If our product is education, is knowledge, when I'm going out and I'm sharing knowledge and I Give share enough of it, people are gonna eventually going to say, well, why take quote-unquote Market Campus – the quotes around the word take, not market campus, of course. <laughs> I love my quotes, you know. Why take market campus when I can go to YouTube, market campus's YouTube channel and get a bunch? But the thing I had to realize, and that's where we have the mentorship, obviously. You can't give that, like, there's, you can't replicate a mentorship necessarily. It's all about the individual, um, the guidance, the structure that we develop. The perfect example of someone who gives away tons and tons of content, speaks a ton. Wait, can um, I guess? Was that? Can I guess who your example is? Oh, I'm sure you know who it is. Seth Godin. Oh no. Malcolm Gladwell. Nope. Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, this guy know. doesn't even know who Malcolm Gladwell is. I don't. I know who he is. <laughs> I don't respect him like you guys do. Not um, Seth Godin, really. Okay. Uh, not Seth Godin. Seth Godin's one. Uh, it's the same example. I look. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is one. Uh, yeah. You look at like the Ask Gary V show. He. I mean, his his money is made. He sells a book, which even though he's talked about everything in his book over the course of all of his shows, all of his speeches. People still buy his book. Well, yeah, there are people who keep blogs for years, and then three years down the road, they just turn around and compile all those like, blog posts into a book, book and sell it, and yep. it goes off the shelf. Yeah. Different form. So it's a perfect example of you can just constantly keep giving out information because he knows that people are still like they're going to like him enough to buy his book. They're going to a lot of people might be looking at it thinking, "Man, uh, where's this Vayner Media? Is his agency?" 
I, I should get this guy. Like, I bet his company's run very well. Or I've even had the thought, you know, for a split second where it's like, man, I wouldn't mind working for Gary Vaynerchuk. This seems like a really cool company. So there's so much he's getting out of it. Whereas a lot of company, companies would say, oh, we don't want to give that away. We don't sure. want to turn that into content. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it really just comes down. I used to think that way when I was at first 90 cent floor. I first started getting into, like, let's go speak. I, was, I remember speaking at SMX New York, and it was just weird because it's like, why are we giving this away? Because if I give it away, other people are going to figure it out. And now I've got to work a little bit harder to do this. It really just came down to execution. I started to realize that as I attended things. I could sit down with someone from a competing agency, tell them exactly how 97th floor operates, what they do, and they'll still suck. 97th floor will still execute. So it all yeah. comes down. When it comes to our industry specifically, it is all about People execution. People don't pay for knowledge. They don't pay for They pay for experience, and they pay for you to do it for them. They don't, uh-huh. they don't care yeah. necessarily my, whether or not they know how to do it. Yeah, my wife and I went to – so we, we have a two-month-old, and we went to the two-month appointment checkup yesterday, and we had a list of questions. And as my wife was going through the list of questions, I realized, you know, we could have just Googled all of this. For example, my, I, felt, I felt a little bump on the back of my son's head, and I was worried about it. I, I did some research and said, oh, those are probably lymph nodes. But I still asked the doctor because I wanted him to know, does my baby have lymph nodes? I know most babies have a bump there, and they're usually lymph nodes. But in, is it different from my case? And the doctor was like, oh, those are lymph nodes. You need to be No, not a problem. Like, I want him to apply this information that I probably already know to my exact situation, which is why you can give away information all day and that people will still want it um, catered per circumstance. Yeah, customized to their exact experience. In fact, that's that's what Brandon is selling. He's not selling the knowledge or the course itself. He's selling the personalization of the material to your specific circumstance. Right. And when you're going through some complex lesson, you know, maybe a question will pop in your head that doesn't pop in other people's heads. And so they're not in the comments or things like that. And so you have to do additional research. Whereas with an instructor you get the opportunity to just say, or if you hire an agency or whatever, you have somebody working for you, you can just say as easy as, what's it, once they answer this question, and they'll answer you right away. You don't have to do additional further research. That you might not trust. Exactly. Well, there's also putting a face to it, right? I mean, you're reading words on a screen. You don't necessarily know who wrote it or what their background is or their credentials. But it's on the internet. I can believe it, right? Yeah, <laughs> some, some would say that for sure, yeah. Going into the doctor's office, they have their white lab coat. They've got their pocket protector and their stethoscope, and it just screams authority. Whatever they say, that must be right. Right. Now, one argument for the case of keeping secrets is our industry is notorious for discovering a little trick and then ruining it for everybody by exploiting that little trick. So there is a potential downside to sharing your secrets, especially if it's something that is very easy and very uh, repeatable. Like um, manipulating the views on SlideShare. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like if enough people get a hold of that, it can ruin the entire opportunity. SlideShare changes their platform and, and, and makes now it so you can't no do longer it So say yeah. you find out a, like a pattern that you can replicate over and over and it will always put you on the front page of reddit so your content always goes hot and then people someone calls you and says pax we want you to come speak uh your reddit success has been huge would you talk about that or would you to talk about yeah you know we built good content because there's still some other elements Mm -hmm. other than you know just figuring out you you somehow rigged reddit to get in the front page you know it's interesting 
if let's let's change this hypothetical situation to make it even more obvious if for example there was a hidden button on the right hand side of reddit and if you click it then your ad go then your spot goes to number one and stays there for 24 hours and that's all you had to do is just click that little button the easier the tactic becomes the less likely i probably am to to share it that makes sense so like cop I, score you could share and most people are gonna be like that's awesome never actually gonna do it yeah well yeah it's kind of complicated you know you've got a whole formula that you got to run through <laughs> most of these guys are like man someone needs to give me a dashboard I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. people are looking for dashboards yes. dashboards that's that's the hot ticket item right there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I don't mean, I got I got to go. I get it's like three different platforms, Wait, man. Give me one dashboard. But to be clear, if if somebody said, "Hey, you're super successful on Reddit and it's because I'm hitting this button." I wouldn't then get up on stage and just say a bunch of bull crap about why I'm successful on Reddit. I just wouldn't speak on that subject. <laughs> um, I wouldn't just like pretend like, oh, it's because I'm such really good at making content. And that's why some people have some success with some some infographics. And they, they try to say that what their secret sauce is is something much more intelligent or complex than what it actually is, which is, oh, I just know a guy that works at Huffington, Huffington Post and he always posts my crap for me. That's really why he has success. But he tries to make it pretty it up and make it seem much more complex to make himself look much more well, yeah, intelligent. Well, yeah, he's got to fill the 30 minutes. Exactly. I like the point that Paxton made. I think, I mean, going into this conversation, my, you know, whole opinion was, you know what, doesn't matter. Share whatever you want. It's all about execution. But I like how you kind of gave that good rule of thumb where the easier it is to replicate, like, kind of the smaller, simpler, that's something that you would probably keep until either someone else exposes it yeah, it's something that's just replaceable. As soon as you become replaceable, like you have, to, you have to ask yourself, I guess, if I share this, am I out of a job or am I less valuable to people? If the answer is yes, then yeah, share or keep it until you figure out a solution because you can't just keep living off that kind of stuff. So I really like that point about uh, ease. having that, yeah. Yeah, the ease and that level. And to be honest, from like a higher level, maybe a little bit more condescending perspective, we as marketers have a little bit of a... I guess, a duty to protect the quality of the internet to some degree. I don't know how accurate that actually is, but if there is some sort of way to manipulate the internet that would result in much worse internet if everybody was using it, you could say it's almost responsible to not broadcast that out to everybody who does things like black hat, um, or I shouldn't say black hat, but I should say lying and dishonest practices specifically. You might want to keep those little secrets to yourself from those from that group, and only keep it within people who are actually going to use that for a good. I mean, that's a pretty weak ar- argument, I will say, but kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here. What about what about sharing your sauce with your clients? Yeah, I like I, I know I know that ninety cent floor. You guys have a policy of of transparency, but is there ever a time where sharing certain tactics gets in the way of almost permission? Because I know that there have been experiences, and I, I'm trying to think of one um, now, and, and I'm having a hard time, but there have been times where I've gone through the process that I would like to take with this specific client, and they have a different idea, and, and they, they kind of fight against it, and it's kind of like, what would you hire me for? Yeah. So I think transparency is great. Don't get me wrong. And I think a lot, especially with your reporting and where the resources are going, but I think that the, if you get too granular – Especially if the client wants to be more involved in in the uh, the campaigns that you're running and, and things like that, yeah, you could get into the weeds and and almost it could be a detriment. Well, at the end of the day, your client is paying you for results, and sometimes sometimes it's good to give them the details just so, so it appeases their curiosity. 
but most of the time it's okay I, I delivered these results does it unless it's going to be a detriment to their business it doesn't matter that's the thing happens. is re- results yeah results are great and you can report on your results but if if you if you get this spike in traffic and these conversions are amazing and then all of a sudden you get penalized by Google and their yep. traffic is obliterated right. and, and nobody yes. comes and then they come back and, and you're like, oh, yeah, that must have been that one yeah, tactic that's, that's that I did. Caveat, and, as long as you know that you're representing the company in the best way that you would. See, I, um, I'm going to have to disagree with that a little bit. I think that if they're, if what you are doing has any potential for hurting the brand you are working for to any degree – I think it's your responsibility to explain in full everything that you will be doing and the inherent risks. That's that's what I was saying. You need to explain. But what I'm saying is you are not – you as an agency person are not representing the brand. You are not the brand representative. They are. Unless that's what you're hired to do. Sure. But But in most cases, I don't necessarily think person. So I think your job, though, is to say this is the tactic I would recommend. Here are some inherent risks. Now you – as the representative of the brand, do you want to make that decision? Sure. I would recommend exactly. it, exactly. but do you want to make that decision? Now, there are other things where there is no inherent risk, um, and then you could be getting into the weeds a little bit and possibly distracting from what is actually important. Sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time calling an example. Uh, I, of what that I think would be. of two things. On the, on the one end, your secret sauce is like, how do you guys get content so viral? Well, I have an in with BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Forbes. The Verge, all these places. Every time we publish content, my guys at all these publications always work with me. You could share that with your client, and you're worth five grand, whatever it is a month, because without you, the client can't accomplish that. But even even if you got the same results without those contacts, and I said, "What is it you guys do?" Oh, I found this button on the bottom right corner of Reddit, and I, all I do is I hit it, and we get the results. Even though the client is getting the exact same results, they're, they're making the same money. They're not looking and thinking. Holy I crap, done that. we're Why paying we you $5,000 right. and that type of information. Even though you're the smart one that figured it out, you took the time to figure it out, that gets in the way of clients. So there are, there are those certain things where even though you know it's like this simple trick, you still you still went you know, maybe years of experience to figure out how to get that trick executed. <laughs> I mean, if it's as simple as a button, that's an extreme yeah. example. But then we start getting into the ethics conversation. Of, well, then there's, but yeah, I don't think value. there's anything unethical. Like they're paying – as long as the goal is we're paying you for results, it's not we're paying you by the hour and you've spent one hour and you quoted us 40 hours. Yeah. That's dishonest. But yeah. that's why retainers kind of avoid the whole corruption and – yeah, uh, and all that stuff. Also, so. assuming that this button in no way could ever potentially affect their yeah. brand, then yeah, it's, I wouldn't say it's unethical. But it nobody's going to tell the client about that little button if they're getting five thousand dollars. <laughs> it's yeah, five thousand dollars to click it. Yeah, uh, but it kind of goes back to the point of if your business model it exists because of this particular secret, you you have a problem that's going to explode eventually. So Using the same example, if you're getting $5,000 every time you click on that and then everyone d- finds out that all you have to do is click this button, you're not getting your $5,000 anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. So hopefully you don't have a business built on that and you have a business built more on something that can't be easily repeated. Okay. I, I'm actually curious. It's, it's kind, of, kind of a side topic, but I wonder how often – a business's secret sauce is just knowing the whole tool set available for the tools that they're using. So, for example, in the, in the Vaynerchuk's book, he talks about putting a little period in front of whoever you're mentioning in Twitter. And, I, and I'm thinking, how often is it the case where really the, the secret sauce is just knowing the tool set that you have? For example, with, with PPC, it's knowing all the features you have. With, with SEO, it's knowing... Well, SEO is a, a different game. But my point is... 
how often I wonder, do businesses, their main secret sauce is just knowing how to use the tools they have available. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a ton of them. But that's that's a pretty good, that, that's one of those things where you can tell people, but a lot of them aren't going to do it, you know? Because back to the uh, execution is their, their strong point because they know how to use the tools. Not necessarily that they know how because I can know how and, and just not, not, yeah, not care or be set in my ways and not understand the impact. There are a lot of variables that would prevent someone from executing despite the fact that they know they should be doing it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the end of this episode. We are running out of time. We're going to take just a couple of minutes to do – uh, what we uh, what we call last word, 60 seconds of uninterrupted time that you can say whatever you'd like. doesn't even have to be relevant to what we've discussed over the last 30 minutes. <laughs> we'll go ahead and start with Nate. Sure. So I, I do think there is a lot of value in sharing with people information. And it's, it's how you build communities. It's how you get interaction with people of like-mindedness. And you do, at, at some point, pay for that so that, that you give away. But I think what you what you gain in return is more valuable than what you have given out. And so when you have an industry that, that allows that type of collaboration of information, you know, that's the entire reason that universities started, to share information. And I think as you bring that type of culture into, into any environment, you have a, a more positive effect for everybody. Awesome. Brandon? One thing that popped up in my head during this conversation is I think this whole issue of knowledge and sharing information, knowledge... Uh, because it's so available and so many people know things and just a lot of people suck at executing, I think it's what makes hiring in this industry so difficult because I could give a number of candidates a test and on paper, many of these people could, they, they, they know Moz metrics, they can break them down, they, uh, they know all these different things about PPC, SEO, content, they know all the right answers, but then you sit them down in front of a computer, they're on the clock, and then they suck because they, they couldn't execute. And so that's one of the difficult things of uh, our industry is just uh, is that execution because knowledge is powerful if it's being executed otherwise it's completely worthless and unfortunately I think there's a large majority of our industry that is obsessed with knowledge and they don't necessarily care about executing and as long as people are writing them checks they'll write it out as long as they can so interesting industry that we're in it has been an interesting conversation and I think that we have broken it down enough to where the answer isn't black and white. It's yes, share it, or no, don't share it. It's there are certain things that you can share to raise up your authority and your reputation in your industry, but then there are other, th- other, other things that may hurt you as an individual if you share it. It may hurt your business. Obviously, you should refrain from building a business model that is 100% reliant on this little thing that if everybody finds out about, you're done. I think there's a fine line especially in digital marketing, share the information that you have in so much as it builds your business and it builds your brand. Once you get to that line where you may start to diminish your brand or diminish the return, that's when you probably have gone a little bit too far and need need to back up a little bit. I like what Brandon said about execution because you really can know everything, but if you don't know how to execute, everyone will think you know nothing. So... Share your secret sauce. Don't share your secret sauce. Do whatever the hell you want as long as it doesn't hurt your client's business. That's basically what, what it came down to. Pax, what do you got? Agreed. I, I think by and large, you're pretty safe on sharing your secrets. We're in an industry that's so crowded with information that 
you could probably share some of your best secrets and get almost no attention for it because you have to compete with a bunch of other stuff. So share away. That sums up our episode today. Remember, you can always go to belowthefold.io for additional information, additional content. If you want, have any questions or if we miss certain aspects of this conversation that you feel are important, you can always share it in the comments. We'd love to engage with you. Belowthefold.io. 